feeling stressed, left without gravity, in an environment that gets more and more complicated and complex every day, untangle your mind and go back to the roots of clear thinking. Get the original text of the Leviathan by Hobbes, the two treatises of government by Locke, the social contract by Rousseau, plus the U.S. Constitution from Pennsylvania, bound together into just one practical book. That's right. Hobbes, Locke, Rousseau, and the U.S. Constitution, bound together into just one practical book to keep your costs low. In this video, Jordan Peterson talks about his approaches to therapy. So, when you have a client come in to see you, the rule is, I can tell you the rules I use because they're Rogerian. Um, I will tell the person what I think. So, I won't tell them that what I think is right. But if they're doing something and I, I have a reaction to that of some sort, That'll usually express itself in a fantasy or a thought, and I'll just tell them what happened. And, you know, I try to do it as gently as I possibly can, because you can use the truth as a club, but then that's not the truth. And then at least they get the honest response of one person to what they're like. And I'll tell you, I've seen lots of people who've never got the honest response of any one person ever in their whole life to what they're like. And so they have no idea what they're like or what's annoying other people or how they should behave or any of those things. So even though I'm not going to be right, I'm, you know, in that my reactions won't be a precisely accurate representation of the average response of other people, which is basically what you're trying to model, it's going to be a lot better than they've had so far. And then the other precondition is you're going to try really hard to get yourself together, whatever that means, we're going to talk about whatever that means, and I'm going to support you in that. And that's our goal. And that, that's a variant of Rogerian unconditional positive regard. And his, his unconditional positive regard, in some sense, was, was the setup for the therapy. So the presupposition is you're valuable, although maybe you're a little on the bent and twisted side, but you know, maybe you could be straightened up into something that's like deadly. And uh, we're going to start with that presupposition, and we're going to learn on the way. But that's what, that's what we're... That's what we're aimed at. So, the unconditional positive regard, it's like a human rights thing, because eh? the basis of the idea of human rights is that people are valuable. They have some intrinsic value. You know, and the, the, I think maybe it's, it's reasonable to presuppose that from the Rogerian perspective is that what's valuable about you is your being, right? You're a conscious, you're a locus of experience. And as such, you're a unique locus of experience. And as such, you, you have something to contribute that no one else can contribute. And that, that's valuable. It's, it's intrinsically valuable. That's the basic presupposition of the idea of human rights, by the way. So if that's acted out in the therapeutic session, but it's acted out in any relationship that's therapeutic. Here's a, here's a counterexample. Let's say you're trying to smoke, trying to quit smoking. You're trying to quit smoking, okay. And your friends smoke, okay, so what are they doing? Like, do they offer you a cigarette at every possible opportunity? Because that's very common. People do that very commonly. Why? Well, maybe they're, mad that, maybe they're mad that they can't quit smoking. Or maybe if you quit and they didn't, that would cast a bit, them in a bad shadow. Or maybe they're just being malevolent. Or maybe it's a game or whatever. But one of the things it isn't is in the best interest of the person who's trying to quit smoking or drinking or eating, or, you know, or 
behaving in any sort of dismal manner that's self-defeating across time. And so one of the things that, you know, I had a client just a while back, and he was talking about um, an older sibling, and he used to make these models, very complicated models. He was quite young at this time. His sibling was like a decade and a half older, so he was like 10 or something like that. He'd make these really complex models. He'd spend a couple of weeks building them, and then when the older sibling came in, he'd just smash them up. It's like, well, let's see what kind of stress this thing can take. It's like, okay, what's going on there? Well, I wouldn't say it's unconditional positive regard with the aim of encouraging the person and bringing them to fruition. It's quite the opposite. And it's an instrumental use of action. It's, and the point is not to elevate me or you or both of us. The point is, I'm going to be the monster at the top of the hierarchy. And if you're all crunched up and lying at the bottom, that's just fine. And that's a very common set of motivations. And you might ask, well, why isn't that okay? Well, that's a good question. I think the right answer to that is, as a long-run game, it's counterproductive. No one benefits. So there's local benefits to you for the short, in the short term. So, all right. So this is what you need to cleave to if you're going to engage in the process of Rogerian therapy. You have to want to be independent. Now that's an interesting, I don't know, maybe we can actually have a discussion about this. You know, Freud thought the Oedipal complex was universal. And what he meant by that, people usually don't have this discussion, but we can give it a shot and see how it goes. What he meant by that was that the that struggling out of the family, the primary family, is very, very difficult. So I, I can give you an example. So I had another client, very bright guy, second generation guy from the Middle East. And uh, he was heading for a pretty good career. He's a smart guy, and he's, he'd done a lot of work to get this career going. He's in a position that was difficult to obtain. He had to move to a different city in order to pursue this career. And his parents were very upset that he was moving off the street they lived in. Okay, so... From the Western perspective, roughly speaking, this is where it gets tricky. The proper thing to do on behalf of the parents would have been to support him in his attempts to be... to establish himself independently. But the parents' perspective was, you're betraying the family by moving away. Now the question is, you know, is it reasonable to presume that independence is an absolute value? I mean, we're having wars about this, that's for sure. The wars have been going on for a long time. For Rogers, if you didn't value independence, you couldn't get going in this form of therapy. Freud thought that all cultures were eatable to one degree or another, and Jung thought that wasn't true for Northern Europeans. And that was part of the reason why Jung and Freud came to a crossroads. So. Feeling stressed, left without gravity, in an environment that gets more and more complicated and complex every day? Untangle your mind and go back to the roots of clear thinking. 
Get the original text of the Leviathan by Hobbes, the two treatises of government by Locke, the social contract by Rousseau, plus the U.S. Constitution from Pennsylvania, bound together into just one practical book. That's right. Hobbes, Locke, Rousseau, and the U.S. Constitution, bound together into just one practical book to keep your costs low.